Welcome to the ESFFL podcast. What is good, ESFFL? What's going on, guys? Uh, this is ESFFL, the podcast. I am your host and commissioner, Zach. And I am your co-host and co-commissioner and current champion. Just don't forget, in case you did, uh, Owen. And, and, and Owen, uh, week one is concluded. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought we were here at the end of week one, going into week two with no uh, COVID cases? Uh, I didn't even think about that, actually. That's very true, because, man, I didn't. it's still up in the air. Uh, as of like a month ago on whether or not we were even going to have a football season this right. year. So I'm just glad that we were able to get through one week without having to completely shut the whole uh, operation down. This was my biggest worry going into uh, what was supposed to be preseason and uh, you know it, whether or not we're going to have a full season or not. And uh, um, the mass uh, players going down uh, for the Marlins was a big, big worry for me. I was like, all right, it's happening there. Look forward to seeing it in the NFL. But uh, week two... Yep. We're clearing the we, clear. We've We're made here. it on to week two, and uh, I know that I'm suffering a little bit of the week one blues, having lost my first matchup, which we'll get into in a little bit, but yeah, it's a long season, and it's only the beginning right now. So A lot of uh, major upsets this week, I'd say. For sure, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the waivers, trades, uh, week one recap, of course. We got a team of the week interview with the uh, the point leader for week one, which is a shocker to everybody, if I must <laughs> say. And we also are going to dive into week two, of course. So let's just get started right now, Owen, and bring in the news. Let's do it. Weekly updates from around the ESFFL. Thank you, Kim. We do appreciate you once more bringing that drop in for us. And uh, we had, Owen, a very busy week on the waiver wire this week. Oh my gosh, we had an absolute I think a total explosion. of 11? 11, 11 waiver pickups. wire pickups on the first uh, waiver after uh, week one, which is, I think, to me, a record. I don't think I've ever seen that many players go off in one swoop. It's got to be, but I mean, there were a couple guys that everybody was looking at, I think, or had their eye on, didn't get bids from everybody, but we're just going to talk about the three main players from this week. Uh, so there was two running, uh, two running backs and a wide receiver that were kind of like important pickups and the first one being uh naheem hines josh picked up naheem for 26 dollars. there were actually two other bids myself and tavo there so with naheem hines essentially picking up the starting role for the colts there i think it's i think it's a good pickup i was looking for him yeah i, I would say overall he was the number one target this week uh after his showing with marlon matt going down unfortunately for the season and uh, yep. between him and jonathan taylor it's gonna There's be, only two. Like people didn't really want to look at that backfield as like someone you could rely on as like right. a week in week out starter because there were three, but yeah. now there's only two. It really narrows it down. And Naheem Hines looked really good. And he, from what I saw in that Colts game, he was on the field like most of the game. Yeah, a good yeah, portion of it. At twenty six, Fab, I think that's about a good value for picking up somebody right there. I know he's gonna be. I I personally was gonna throw my hat in the ring until a trade occurred right before the waiver wire dropped uh, midnight last night, but we'll talk into that a little bit later. Uh, Josh also picked up James Robinson for 13 bucks. Um, this, I believe, is... Oh, I guess he is a running back as well. He's the Jaguars running back, right? Yes. And from what Josh was telling me, he got 100% of the carries. So Chris Thompson not even getting a single carry really says a lot about what the Jaguars think about him. Uh, nobody bid on him against Josh, so Josh won him for just a mere 13, but in total spent $43 this week, Owen. 
Yeah, that's I mean, what a quarter of his fab essentially. Nearly, he's got about fifty with bucks. With one gone. other move earlier uh, this week, yeah, he's about one hundred fifty dollars left with fab after we started out just a week ago with two hundred. Yep. So making moves early, trying to plant, this, uh, get those guys who are are potentially going to be the long long haul uh, winners. Yeah. But uh, man, James Robinson, I'm not sure if he had his hands on Chris Thompson as well, but. I don't know. Do you buy into Jacksonville? Because to me, they might have beat up my Colts D, which I was very, <laughs> very hyped on. But I don't know if I still believe in them. To um, me, they're still tanking. Yeah, they they're just not a very good team. But it doesn't need, it doesn't need to have a real life good team to have a good fantasy team. So if they're losing a lot and James Robinson's on the field getting touches, then good work out for Josh there. Yeah, true. Uh, the third running back though that was picked up, the other major move was Malcolm Brown, the starting Rams running back and uh that's that's my bad for drafting Cam Akers mm. and I really thought he was going to start and get all the touches, but it turns out Malcolm Brown was the starter, was on the field for pretty much all of the game, had two touchdowns I'm pretty sure. Uh also just ran really well. Tava got him for $35. Uh two bids on that were me and Jared I originally did have a $35 bid, but I brought it back to 21 or something, thinking that I was going to be able to get him. Wow. Turns out I didn't. So Tavo picked up a running back, and I know he really needed one after, I believe he's the Mac owner, right? He's Marlon Mack, and then his uh, back behind that is uh, the Tampa Bay. Yeah, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Is it Peyton Barber? Peyton Barber? I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. The other guy. <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> so Tavo got a running back there. Good for him. Um I think it's a good one, and as long as he continues to start all year, should be a great running back. So that is it for the waivers that we're going to get into, but we did have one trade go down. Um, Owen, I'll let you kind of introduce this to the folks. Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, last week I had Miles Sanders and uh, Kenny Galladay go down, so a couple spots left open on my bench, decided to pick up a couple players, mainly receivers, and uh, had a surplus on my hands. So this week, going to waiver wire, I really wanted to – Get rid of some of those guys and uh, with that leverage of John Brown and uh, Deontay Johnson having decent days this last week, uh, made a move for Devin Singletary, which I liked. I know everyone's really hyped on Zach Moss right now in Buffalo, uh, but to me, Devin Singletary is a is, is a carbon copy, I think, of Zach Moss in a I lot of ways. I did look at the uh, player profile for um, Devin Singletary, and I saw that he's 5'7". Yeah. And then I said to myself, that's not a man I want on my football team. Wow. And well, I mean, they they shared about 50 50% of the carries and touches in the backfield. But is he that good? That's what it comes down to for me. For me, it's about depth. I, de- I definitely need uh, somebody I could um at least re- notice instead of going after these uh, you know, last uh remnants of running backs on the waiver wire. That's true. There isn't a whole lot on there at this point, it's dry. so it's going to be trade or nothing really. Yeah. Um, but that was the only trade. So you said you got Devin Singletary. Josh received Deontay Johnson and John Brown. So two bills being flopped there and Josh got Steelers receiver. So, uh, don't know if that's anything groundbreaking for either team. <laughs> don't know if it's even going to be guys that you're starting or they end up on the waivers in a couple weeks, but doesn't matter. At least you guys traded. That was the first one of the actual season, right? You know, I had to be a part of it for sure. Um, so that is it for all the news this week. Don't really have a lot to jump into in terms of that, but we will get right into the week one recap and see what happened to the other eight people in the league going. Let's start right out. Hey, what happened? Boy, what didn't happen? Oh, honestly, the whole league has been flopped on its head from last season. What the hell happened? Between 
between the the complete, like you said, flop on our heads of the league from last year to this year, and just the sheer amount of injuries uh, between the league, it was crazy. Yep. I think we had everything... Le'Veon go down, we had Matt go down, uh, Michael Thomas, just to name a few, and man, after only one week, I know a couple teams are looking at their roster and just scrambling. Maybe a little worried. Yeah, yeah. People are hitting the panic button immediately. Everyone's scrambling around. Are you one of those people? I don't think so. I think after uh, week one, scoring only like 105. You know what? Well, I I was definitely hit uh, by the injury bug, but before week one even started, uh, losing Kenny Galladay and Miles Sanders to both hamstring injuries. Yeah, um, you weren't set up for a successful week to to kind of get going. So you know, I kind of levied myself into a position where I was like, all right, let's just see what we got. Check the talent, see how our team's looking, and I think we came up big. I think we came up big with uh, in our in our depth. Uh, Darius Slayton came became a starter in my eyes, uh, but all for nothing as we still got the uh, still got the L this yeah, week. Yeah, so we'll we'll actually just start at your matchup there, Owen. Um, okay. If you could bring him up, the area fifty one fifties Owen versus the Green Bowl Packers Hunter. Um, this one, I think we. Oh no, I picked Hunter. You picked yourself. So this was actually in the podcast pick them the only game that any of us got right. Yeah. So shockingly enough, Hunter after after losing last season, getting dead last, and you being first place, he ended up beating you, Owen. Yeah, I definitely whiffed on all my uh, predictions, and uh, man, a really big part of this, Owen. Uh, this is the matchup, right? Yes. So with Nick Chubb there and James Conner, those two running backs, you really needed to capitalize on James Conner, not really being much of a factor at all on Monday night. It was the best case scenario in that but regard But Nick Chubb me. did not play much better and didn't. he only got six points compared to James Conner's three. So that was a big missed opportunity. But a really big difference from what I'm looking at right now is the quarterbacks, Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, Dak Prescott fell flat. I think the entire Cowboys offense, short of Zeke, uh, we really fell flat coming out to start the season. And Russell Wilson was on fire. Looked like the, the guy who was yeah, definitely like preparing. Yeah, Four yeah. incompletions, 322 yards, and four touchdowns. That's nuts. Hell of a day. And for your guys' as wide receivers, um, even though you were able to get 31 points out of Ridley, it was neutralized by Devontae Adams getting 36. The dude so Hunter really just like did everything he could in the right spots to win there. Like He outmatched you in just certain positions, and that reflected in the final score, Owen. Scroll up for me. Final score of 117 to 107. So two pretty low numbers considering um, like normal average scores for our league. But he was just able to get those few extra points, and that's all he needed. Yeah, this actually was a lot closer than I thought coming down to Monday night. And uh, I actually had a chance, opportunity yeah, to win. Like did. I said, James Conner going down, Michael Thomas towards the end. He did go down, but uh, still had a very low production day. Uh, Melvin Gordon was the dagger for me this week. Yep. And he's going to look to continue to do to succeed now that we have a question mark over Philip Lindsay's yeah, head. Yeah, and, and Melvin Gordon's somebody that I believed in going into the year. I thought he was going to be a pretty good asset for Denver. Um, wasn't able to pick him up in the draft, but I think he's going to be pretty solid. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But, Owen, you're going to be dropping to 0-1 after the first week, and Hunter, last year's Toilet Bowl champion, is 1-0. and Not yeah. too bad. How the tables have turned. Oh, how the turntables have shifted, Owen. Um, <laughs> Got it. The next matchup we're going to talk about, though, uh, Zach's fantasy team, O and O versus the Tillamook Teabagger. Steve also obviously coming into the week at zero and zero. So in this one, uh, right, scroll. Uh, I'm trying to get back to last week's. 
Oh, we got to pull it up on our phone. That's right. Damn. Damn. Behind the scenes the, action. Their desktop on Sleeper is not up to par with the, the, the mobile app. Okay, so the first matchup, uh, or the first uh, guys here we're looking at, we got Drew Brees and Mahomes in the quarterback spot. It wasn't too bad, actually, seeing as Mahomes played Thursday night. Only got 21, kind of kept Steve in the action there. Uh, Raheem Mostert, though, for Zach, really went off. Had, uh, how many yards is that? Like 150 and a touchdown? Ended up with 26 points and neutralized uh, Dalvin Cook. Even though Zach only got 11 out of Saquon, it turned out to be okay there for him in running backs. Yeah, Mostert, Mostert was a guy that uh, Zach was you know high on him being a Niners fan. Dude, who would have known? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Niners fans everywhere, apparently. Yeah, I think they've been predicting this one. But uh, balled out 26 points. Eckler, sh- kind of short-handed going up against... Uh, yeah, only ended up with uh, 11 points there. So definitely under what you kind of expected him to get this week, especially paying the uh, playing the Bengals, who last year they were terrible against everybody, right? Right. And looking at Steven's team, um, I know we've still got a couple matchups look, to look at, but we got Lev Bell and uh, Todd Gurley, Odell Beckham, Edelman, Eckler. Yep, and Le'Veon uh, going down I think really hurt Steve because he, uh, he ended up only losing the final score in this one was 125 for Zach to 114 for Steve. So Steve really only lost due to a couple bad bad players there. Le'Veon being one of them because he did not play hardly at all, I think. He got through, what, like a half, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, I think if that. So he got pulled out. I think it was a hamstring. He'll be out the next couple weeks. And Odell also only 22 yards on the day. Really not what Steve was looking for. So in that one, Steve's going to have some decisions to make. I know looking at his bench, there's not much shining there just yet. Uh, Gibson's yet to be seen. AJ Green, I think he had a touchdown called back or like someone just, I think Joe Burrow yeah. sailed it over his head. So uh, OPI was that what it was? OPI. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So uh, Steve's going to have some decisions to make, but after week one, Owen, he's dropping to Owen one. Zach is going to pick up his first win in the first week in the league. Wow. Move to one and oh after just the, the first game. So good for Zach there. Congratulations to you and welcome to the league. It's not a bad way to get in here. Yeah. yeah the I, next, I think just real quick, uh, for him to get beyond to get the victory despite the Saquon uh shitting that he did against the Steelers, it's I'm 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 kind of nervous seeing how the Steelers D is going to be against any type of run offense, and I'm also worried about maybe how, what Jason Garrett is doing to that offense and Saquon's production. Yeah, it's uh, it may not be great, but we'll <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. The next matchup, though, we got the Wuhan Tiger Kings, Diego versus the U-Fork Moneybags, Christian. So in this one, Owen, we had actually very high-scoring matchup. Um, Huge. Diego ended up pulling this one out, 174 to 150 for Christian, so respectable points out of each. But Diego really came out firing week one. Had Cam Newton get 26, Josh Jacobs get 37, Drake 15, Thielen 29, Cooper 13, Lockett 13, Malcolm Brown 14, really just fired on all cylinders and was way too much for Christian this week. Beat him by 25 points, even though Christian put up 150. Yeah, two of the highest scoring teams uh, this week coming at it. And uh, I, th- I think this is the, the the matchup to watch, honestly, between Cam Newton and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I was, honestly did not have one. Cam Newton. Uh, going for two rushing touchdowns this week. Literally matching Jackson's points, like just yeah. 0.5 difference. So really, really good there for Cam. Um, played probably better than everybody expected, but I thought he was going to be a decent quarterback. But to get 26 week one, insane. that's really good. 
Uh, Christian also had Derrick Henry and Duke Johnson, or David Johnson, sorry. Yeah. Also, Julio and Juju both played really well, but just wasn't able to get enough points. And I think that mainly comes from seeing Josh Jacobs get three touchdowns for Diego. So Huge the Raider um, kind of ruined Christian's week, even though Christian's a Raiders fan. So got to see a win, but wasn't too happy about it, sitting next to him at watching the games. Didn't, <laughs> didn't love that Josh Jacobs was going off for yeah. sure, but... Christian, you're going to be moving to 0-1 this year uh, after one week. And Diego fighting back strong from a pretty down last year. He'll be 1-0. and And the next matchup, though, Owen, Tinker Stinkers Josh versus the Calabasas Kids Tavo. Another upset, though. Huge upset this week. This one was a big surprise. I don't think anyone had it on their slate that uh, Tavo would not only win, but be the best-rated manager of the week. Yeah, he he was, wasn't he? I saw <laughs> yeah. that as well. Um, best rated manager, so didn't leave like hardly any points on his bench. There, at least not many. Uh, the quarterback for Tava was Josh Allen this week. Scored thirty, might be QB one or two, something like that. I don't know. Had a great week one though. Um, the major difference here though was the quarterbacks itself, and Josh had Carson Wentz only get six points. Yeah, he was getting wrecked by the Washington football teams defensive line yep all night or all day what time they play day they got beat all day then all day uh the running backs McCaffrey versus Edwards that one was a pretty close matchup Josh had another good running back going and Chris Carson um throughout the rest of the matchups though Owen in terms of position it was pretty close Josh had a little advantage in Will Fuller with Matt going out early but Overcoming 24 points in the difference from the quarterbacks was just not going to happen. Josh ended up losing in this one, 132 to 142. So even just a respectable week out of Carson Wentz would have got Josh the win. Yeah, and it really was the uh, the downfall for Josh, I feel. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I like to say I'm a believer in Carson Wentz, but that line is just better going into week one as it is and uh that line is no joke we got to respect that d line there because eight sacks is not going to get it done for carson wentz any day no matter what he produces yeah and if carson wentz is playing with a bad offensive line this year it's not going to be good for fantasy yeah and then tavo actually gets the w this week despite a marlon mack injury coming in and you know it sucks to hear that he's gonna be out for the rest of the week and after the season after a down season last year coming back starting out one and oh so Tavo's looking really good. Yep, looking I think, good to begin. I think this year we might not need to doubt him so highly. I know uh, Christian was uh, <laughs> screaming to get this dude out of the league about three <laughs> weeks ago, two weeks ago, and here he is getting the dub over Josh. Yep. He um, made it to the championship last year. He did, and he was a good playoff team. Barely snuck in there, I think, but ended up making a run all the way to the ship. Ended up losing to you, of course, but still a good team from last year. So Congrats to Tavo on that week one victory. The last matchup that we're going to get into, Owen, was the closest of the week. Uh, Myself, the Golden Yetis versus Jared. Team Easy does it. And in this one, Owen, I will speak just briefly about my disappointment. (laughs) After scoring a good amount of points and losing, it sucks. But I'm looking at next week and I'm looking at the weeks in the future and I'm feeling good about what I've got going. I was able to put together a decent team through week one. Um... Just kind of got let down by a couple guys here. But in the quarterbacks, Kyler Murray went off for Jared. That's for sure. I had 28. I only was able to get 19 out of Deshaun Watson. And honestly, I was lucky to get that. So Kyler Murray, a definite advantage for him. Uh, For our running backs, Zeke kind of killed me on Sunday night watching that. But Kamara had a pretty good game as well. So I'm not, not really too upset on that one. 
Um, for the wide receivers, I had Hopkins go off, get me 23. Um, in the Battle of the Rams receivers, Robert Woods far outpaced Cooper Cup, got 16 compared to the six. Tight ends, I have Mark Andrews, literally the best tight end of the entire planet. Love him <laughs> to death. Got me 20, but it just was not enough. And Christian, or not Christian, Jared, Jared was able to sneak out just an eight-point win, and that came all from his kicker uh exactly eight points so that was the difference in our matchup he had the monday night kicker just wasn't able to pull out a victory but i'm feeling okay about the rest of the season at least so far so i'm gonna start out oh and one jared congrats to you uh one and oh starting out the year yeah and i would just like to talk on jared's behalf and to say like this was a incredible lineup looking into it and i think we uh we both had you winning in this matchup and uh no i did not you didn't have yourself winning in this. No, one? I. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I did have myself yeah. winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought you were talking to Jared there. Yeah, yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, for Kyler Murray to perform, Zeke Elliott to go off, and uh, to get the production that he did get from uh, his his flex positions. I, I'm not his flex positions, but uh, between Robert Woods and Jonathan Taylor, which is going to be another yeah. one of those guys who's going to take over for that Colts backfield for Marlon Mack. I think Jared is a team that you're going to have to watch out for sure that I know a lot of the times we kind of don't put him in the, in the position of like, oh yeah, this guy's going to win. This guy is probably going to take the L this week. We don't give him the credit that I think he's rightfully deserved. On his deserved. bench, Owen, he's got Adrian Peterson, who was literally the starting running back for the Lions. Yeah, gave, yeah. gave uh, what's his name, on Johnson, who's on my team, no touches at all. Oh man! It just, Literally had seven carries compared to AP's fourteen, but AP had ninety three yards versus yeah, and, fourteen yards for Johnson. So he's got another starting running back there. Potentially some trades uh, to be worked for him, perhaps, yeah. or plug him into the flex. Man, he's got Ty only getting seven. That doesn't look too good when you have AP getting fifteen. So Jared's going to be a team to watch for sure. Got a good starting running back out of week one, and uh, in a good spot to roll through a couple couple of good weeks here so we'll see how jared's season ends up playing out but starting out one and zero, never a bad thing yeah definitely look good and uh you know maybe next week for you all right we'll see <laughs> but the pick like i said there was only one correct uh i just got that one matchup with you and hunter so kind of got lucky on it we definitely whiffed on that one for the standings owen what do you say about a complete flip of last season good lord i would never see the day let's see come on And I do know where you stand. Starting from 10th place, Owen, you. Oh, my God. You're literally in last place. First to last after one week. Um, tough to see. In sec- or in ninth place, we got Steve. Eighth place, Josh. Seventh, myself. Christian in sixth, the last playoff spot. Owen won. Fifth, Hunter. Fourth, Zach. Third, Tavo. Second, Jared. And number one after week one, Mr. Deefweg himself. The Wuhan Tiger Kings are looking sharp to start out the year, absolutely, with 174 and the team of the week with yep. manager Diego at the helm. Uh, I mean, outpaced me by at least 70 points this week, so uh, well done. <laughs> yeah, say. Diego had a great week, and he definitely deserves that top spot. And um, actually, Owen, if we could just bring him up on the phone right now, what do you say? I think we should talk to our uh, weekly champion. All right, let's get it. Okay, so we got Diego on the line, the uh, week one champion, highest scoring member of the league. 
coming yes, off sir. the bottom feeding last year into a dominating week one. Diego, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, for starters, right now, you guys can't even see me, but I'm doing that Birdman hand rub right now. Like, <laughs> yes, sir, that is me. I feel like I can hear it through his phone. <laughs> yes, sir. But, um, you know, don't sleep on the kids. That's all I got to say. Man. We were supposed to win the ship last year. We were supposed to win it the year before. We were supposed to win it the year before, but it's all good. We're focused <laughs> on the now. We had a great week. We had a great first week. You know, had some great bench players who showed some promising stance, stats that, you know, they're going to definitely be a starter this coming up week, but... uh out here who's that who's that we're projected to have the lowest scoring points of the whole week out of everybody in the league of course ended up on top yeah put up 174 so not even like just on the top but like a dominating week i yes sir you know i can't go without saying that your comeback performance was very similar to another comeback performance that we may have been uh witnesses to yesterday if you want to Denver nuggets if you want to go on that this is your time Denver Nuggets, Denver Nuggets, Denver think, Nuggets. That shit was great. It seems like this is just the mentality between all the franchises tied in with Denver right now. Not the Broncos. Just win, baby. Just win. <laughs> but hey, Diego, so you had Josh Jacobs get 37 against Christian's Raiders. Um, was that? Did that feel any better knowing that it was on his favorite team? It did because I was there with him watching the game and just we to see him it. get frustrated with his own player is <laughs> hilarious to watch. You know, the if, in, if, inner if, turmoil. If, yeah, just that inner pain. You know, if that was any other situation, if he wasn't playing fantasy football, right, he'd be going crazy. Josh Jacobs yelling his name. Oh, yep. absolutely. Uh, but it was just great to see that he was like, you know, in demise at the same time. Salt in the wound Fuck for the Raiders. Sure. <laughs> salt in the wound looking kind of yes. at your uh week two matchup you got josh this week and one notable move Owen and i were just looking at was that you added the saints defense um right you added them correct correct yeah and they they went off in week one and they've got some good matchups in the next like couple weeks actually we were looking at so they're definitely plugging into your roster and i think that makes you even more dangerous but you're playing josh who was a good team last year and has struggled a little bit already this year, not even having a quarterback on his roster. Are you uh, are you looking at another week two victory, or are you looking to maybe see how it plays out with his quarterback before making that call? I mean, of course I'm looking forward to winning. That's what we focus on, not losing. We focus on winning. At the same time, I'm not going to sleep on Josh. Um, you know, he's, he's won the championship before. He's done some crazy moves in the past. I've seen him, I think, was it like two years ago? He started off real slow, ended up winning the championship, I want to say. Yeah, maybe so, uh, yeah. But at the same time, you see, you know, I'm not banking on nothing. One week is just one week. I'm not banking on anything on my team. I'm still making those moves, still doing some free agency moves. I got somebody else on the waiver wire right now. We'll see if they come through Thursday. Because um, it's all about adjusting getting better. Speaking of getting better, uh, we saw that Jerry Judy low-key went off against that, uh, that Monday night game. Are you thinking that he might make an appearance in your lineup this week? Uh, you know, not this week, just because I like the current receivers that I have balling. Uh, Hollywood Brown did his thing. Uh, I was hoping Jerry Judy, if, if anything, that's where I, you know, substitute would be Hollywood taking the bench. But uh, he did his thing week one, week two, um, still rocking with him. I saw, you know, I'm an avid Bronco fan, a little bit disgruntled when he, uh, Judy had those two drop passes. Him He's focusing fans. on running before catching the ball. you got to catch it, then run, um, <laughs> which I think are rookie mistakes. I know some people are like, oh, it's his hands, blah, blah, blah. I just equate that to a lot of rookie mistakes. Um, so I think, you know, Judy's definitely going to be the guy, I think, though, that comes alive week four, five, six, 
Uh, we're going to have Noah Fant on the Broncos going off. Corlin Sutton should be back, and if not this week, the next week. Philip Lindsay's going to be out for another two weeks. Uh, so week four, five, or six, when our offense is all back together, uh, then I think Judy's really going to be his time to shine. Yeah, I definitely would say don't sleep on the Denver Broncos offense or defense, as we saw on Monday night. Yeah, the defense definitely shocked me. Yeah. Sitting uh, Henry's ass on his ground. uh, Oh, my God. Henry's ass. Behind the line. Back behind the line, multiple plays um, for physical defense, man. Gonna play that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of a physical defense, Jacobs goes against New Orleans this week. What do you think about between that matchup and Clyde Edwards-Alaire going against the Chargers? That's going to be the matchup of the week for me between you and Josh. Oh, yeah. So that's definitely a tough one. Chargers have some injuries. Uh, but the Chargers, you know, they had this, they were having a struggle bus. Who did they, they barely beat, what, the Browns last week? Yeah, by a field goal missed. Like the by left. a field goal missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Questionable. No, it was the Browns injury. or the Bengals? Bengals, Bengals. Bengals, that's right. Bengals, yeah, that's my, right, my right. fault. That's right, it was Bengals. One the same. Uh, they were, yeah, they were kind of having the struggle bus. You know, their defense was supposed to be fire. I think they lost Derwin James. Yep. Yeah, their uh, defense isn't looking very good right now. The Chiefs came out the gate looking hot, destroyed the Texans. Uh, maybe because they've been together longer. It's the same system. I don't know. This same time, Clyde Edwards, I, I knew he'd be good, man. I knew he was going to be a good running back. A lot of people had doubts on him, but game one was looking solid. But with that being said, I mean, the Raiders, that's their weapon. It's Josh Jacobs, bro. He's just yeah. a fucking weapon. Just get him the ball, all right? You just... I'm telling Give you. Give some space. They've got a great offensive line, too. I hate to say they got a really good offensive line. Uh, so that benefits Jacobs. Uh, so I'm still going Jacobs, even though i got the Saints defense. I'm still going Josh Jacobs. I think he can still put up another 100-yard game and end up finding himself in the end zone at least once, if not twice. I must agree. I think, to me, I said at the beginning of week one, Jacobs is a Christian McCaffrey light, and the Raiders are planning and intending on using him exactly like that. It's going to be a ball. Yeah. I can't believe you sniped him away from me in the draft. <laughs> right, right, right. One pick before you. Not also, to point out, Chiefs and then the Chargers in the same division. Division games are always good. Usually, they are. You know, they good are always rival tougher, games. and they always Typically, play always a good tougher. game. Um, I have no idea how this one's going to go since the beginning of the season. I don't like the Chargers. I don't like the Chiefs. The division games are usually tight. But I don't know. It's also the Chiefs. <laughs> true, true. Cool. Well, thank you, Diego, for coming on this week. Uh, congrats on your week one victory. Congrats on the Nuggets victory. And, Damn. man, I'm looking forward to watching uh, those Western Conference Finals almost more than I am watching Fantasy this week after my own week one loss. But regardless, bro, congrats. And hopefully good luck on the rest of a good season because we want, we want you to be in the top this year, not the bottom. Thank you, brethren. I look forward to being at the top. All right, bro. Thank you for coming on, and we will talk to you later. All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye. All right. And buy a home for me, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you want to plug your stuff, you are the champion. Diego at Iron Key Real Estate. That's my email. You heard it my email. You got my phone number. Text me. Let's buy a home. Let's sell a home. Interest rates are all-time low. You heard it here first. Diego, thank you for coming on. The Wuhan Tiger Kings, champions of the week with the highest scoring points. Wuhan Tiger Kings! (laughs) All right. All right, Diego. Thanks. Okay, well, thank you, Diego, for coming on the show there. Um, congrats again on your week one victory. Congrats on the Nuggets victory. Oh, God. Moving on to the Western Conference Finals. Diego had a pretty good week, aside from the Broncos losing, so good for you, my friend. Clippers suck my ass. Uh, Owen, that is all we have, though, for the week one recap and all of that. 
Let's now jump into the week two preview. What do you say? Let's do it. I'm excited. All right. So in week two, the we got five losing teams. We got five winning teams. The, the standings are perfectly split right now, so really, any anybody's game. Uh, the first matchup we're going to dive into, though, Owen, is... Go up the top for me. The Area 5150s versus the Calabasas Kids, Tavo. So, Owen, you're going to be coming to this one. Owen 1, Tavo 1-0, and obviously. Um, kind of run down what you're thinking about your matchup for this week. We'll let you kind of take this one. Uh, for me, uh, right off the bat, I do like the overall matchups going against Tavo this week. I have a lot of uh, positional battles that are going to benefit me, starting with Dak Prescott in Atlanta. Um, look for a major comeback from the Cowboys offense. At least I'm, that's what I'm hoping because I feel <laughs> like we didn't really see the Cowboys offense. Uh, yeah, didn't see one. what everybody expected it to be. That is for sure. Yeah, and I think we're going to have a huge bounce back against a, a soft uh, Atlanta uh, defense. And uh, Nick Chubb against the Bengals, I like that. Um, He's got McCaffrey, though, going against Tampa Bay. I know he struggled with Tampa Bay a little bit last year, actually. Um, had some of his down matchups against them. Really good run defense. Yeah, McCaffrey, I mean... I'm just trying to see if maybe Tampa Bay can contain him and limit his production. I'm expecting 25 points at least. Uh, for me, I have a question mark on who I'm going to be starting in the running back spot. Right now, I have it slated for Leonard Fournette. I'm going to try and see if maybe Bruce Arians tweaks his offense a little bit, gives him the ball. Who are your other more. options there? Um, let's see. We got. I think I'm going to either probably put in... Um, Singletary. I have a, put your boy Singletary in. You just traded for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll look at it. We'll look we'll at see it. What we'll see what happens. How, I mean, every every update. Uh, I mean, every day we're getting an update on how That's things true. are shaping up. So who knows? For the uh, wide receivers, for you guys though, I think Mike Evans and DJ Moore versus Gallup and Ridley. If Ridley can pull out another really good week like that, then you'll be in a good spot. But Mike Evans is supposed to be more healthy this week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, playing Carolina, it's a good matchup. So I'm not really. Oh, and DJ Moore in the same game, huh? Yep. Yeah, he's got, okay, so two wide receivers in the same game. Could be good. Uh, the tight ends, he's got the number one, Kelsey versus Jared Cook, who really could see a big uptick in targets, I think, with Thomas going out. So this matchup, oh, and what's it projected at right now? Scroll up. Uh, it's going to be pretty low for myself. Yeah, but if you change out a running back and add a player, it'll be around, because you have someone out right now, right? Like nobody yeah. in. Yeah, it'd probably be about a 40-60 projection, like 125 Yeah, so it'll be close. I think Tavo will still be projected to win. Um, I think I will take Tabo this week, Owen, just oh, because Josh Allen in Miami, that boy's going to go off again. He's just put fireball on his back, and uh, McCaffrey's going to have a good week. I'm going to I'm gonna take Tabo. Are you going to take yourself? I'm going to take myself in a bounce back from last week. I am going to be dealing with a little bit of question marks between Miles Sanders and Kenny Galladay. And as of right now, my team is frozen, so I can't make any adjustments until <laughs> I move my people from the IR who are... I guess technically not on IR, uh, but I like my matchups this week. Again, like I said in the beginning, I think the uh, the matchups positionally um, against the defenses are going to put me uh, atop of the Calabasas kids. Interesting take, Owen. So you're taking yourself. I'm taking Tavo. Already on the pick and we're splitting. Uh, next matchup up, though, we got the Tillamook Teabaggers. That's Steve versus Team Easy Does It, Jared. So Jared coming into this one. 
with the uh, with the high projection of 146. Steve projected 136, so a 65-35 split there. Um, just looking at the quarterbacks up the top, we got Kyler Murray versus Washington, Drew Brees versus the Raiders, pretty good for both. Uh, Eckler and Cook versus Elliott and Aaron Jones, probably. That's give tough that one, one for me. I'll probably give that one to Jared though. Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones and Zeke. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, the receivers, Odell Beckham showed nothing really. Oh man. He's playing the Bengals on Thursday night. He's got AJ Green on Thursday night. Two guys on Thursday night is gonna be really tough for Steve. We'll see yeah. if he even makes any changes to those. You really can't. Um, I don't think there's better options on his team. Um, and then for the flexes, Jonathan Taylor got that big projection bump. I really, I got to give this one to Jared. I don't even think it's going to be that close, to be honest with you. Yeah, I actually do see Jared running away with this one as well. I think overall he's got the upper hand positionally and in pretty much every aspect. Um, yeah. One thing I would say is Kyler Murray does kind of worry me against that Washington line. I think that's something he's not he hasn't seen before in his career, and a good a good defensive line. Uh, he plays I, in the he, NFC he played, West. I understand that he's seen the Niners, but I feel like he's seen the Niners, seen the Rams, the Seahawks, all of them, bro. It's, I feel like this is a Washington defense that nobody has seen before. So let alone Kyler Murray has not experienced this type of front four with the linebackers right. they got there. Like this is yeah the Niners I mean, on steroids. We'll have to see how it plays out, but he's playing the Niners going off. Yeah, he's definitely like, prepared to 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 do. I, I'm just saying. I think he's good for another thirty. Really, I do. I think he's good for another thirty. I would like a, a water bet there. On a oh, over, on you want to splash me with water? On a over All under. All right, fine for for thirty. Over under on thirty. Over under thirty. Oh yeah, take, I'll take that all day. All right, fuck it. Oh my I'll god, I was gonna say twenty five. <laughs> all right, that's what I'll, I'll over under twenty five. Oh, you already said thirty. All right, thirty it is. <laughs> all right. Um, so we're both gonna give it to Jared though on that one. I think Jared's gonna pull away with the victory. Um, oh, did Kyler even get thirty last week? I don't think he did. I think Let's he got like twenty eight. Kyler Murray, I think he did put about uh, 27, 28? 28. Yeah, against okay. San Francisco. I mean, incredible against San Francisco. Yeah, 91 rushing yards and a touchdown. Really, really good. Wow. Um, I'm probably going to lose that one, but I believe in you, Kyler. <laughs> good luck, my friend. The third matchup that we're going to get into, though, Owen, let's just bring up myself versus the other Zach. Ooh, Ooh the battle the for Zach's supremacy. The Zachs. Um, in this one, quarterbacks, we've got two good ones here, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, no, no, what? Oh, yeah, I was thinking, okay, yeah, they played each other last week. That's why I was confused. But uh, now they're playing each other in fantasy. Yes, fantasy. Um, so close one there. The projection in this right now as it sits is 146 to 140 for Zach. Um, but I'm going to make a couple changes. I know that will bring up my projections, so we'll have to see how it works. But in the running backs, we got Kamara and Barkley, Mixon and Mostert. Um, for the wide receivers, this is where I think I have the advantage. He's got A.J. Brown, questionable, and D.K. Metcalf. Oh, well, I've yeah. got Hopkins and Cup. So I think that's a, a good wide receiver stack for me there. Um, hope it works out. I know Kittle is also questionable. Probably ends up playing, though. Dude's tough as nails. I've got Mark Andrews, so a good tight end battle. Very good. Uh, in the flexes, though, projections have it really close. 12 on both my guys, 11 on both his. We've got C.D. Lamb and Emmanuel Sanders for Zach and Diggs and Kareem Hunt for myself. So in this matchup, Owen, 
of course, I gotta take myself. I'm always gonna take myself, but I think this one on paper looks really, really close. Yeah, this is gonna be one of the matchups to watch this week if you're paying attention to fantasy in the league. Um, Battle of Zack Supremacy. Like we're gonna really find out who the who the true real Zack is, and then the one will have to be exiled. And uh, this is gonna be a lot on the line for you. So I don't know how you're feeling, but uh, I'm gonna have to take the newcomer. In this bout. The other Zach. The other Zach is going to take this one. Uh, I do like C.D. Lamb and Emmanuel Sanders uh, and the flexes to take one over Kareem Hunt and Stephon Diggs. I think that's a lot of production there that we're going to find in his flex spots. And I think as well, Saquon Barkley, he had his bad game. There's no way in hell they're going to let that shit slide for another straight week. So Yeah, he's, pl- he's got the Bears on Sunday morning, though. So Bears, tough defense normally. I don't know how they're going to be this year, but we'll see. Uh, the next matchup, though, Owen, we got the Green Bowl Packers, Hunter at 1-0 versus the U-Fork Moneybags, Christian 0-1. Again, the league flopped on its head. We had Jared at the bottom, or not Jared, I'm sorry, uh, Hunter at the bottom last year and Christian at the top. In this week one, or in this week two, we've got Lamar Jackson versus Russell Wilson, two elite quarterback options. Yes. Um, some good running back pairings there. I know James Conner's questionable, so it might need to have to make a move. Some interesting uh, developments with James Conner and how, why he was down all Monday night. Yeah. Um, they're saying that he wasn't really even that hurt. I mean, he's he's always a little bit hurt, is what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, the wide receivers, though, four great options except Michael Thomas is not going to play, so he's going to be missing out on this week. Scroll down to that bench real quick for me, Owen. Um, he'll probably have to start Crowder, is Which, what I'm guessing, yeah, unless he moves somebody from the flex. But or He's also got, um, what's his name? Pittman? Michael Pittman, yeah. Two receptions in his debut. So not a great option, especially getting rid of uh, Michael Thomas, who's... Well, I think he finished wide receiver one last year, right? Yeah, he has the ability to move Keenan Allen from his flex and promote maybe and like a Zach a Moss. Back. Yeah, that could be a move. I think that's probably what it ends up doing. Maybe Brita or A.J. Dillon, I don't know. But I think regardless, he's going to miss out on those Michael Thomas points, and I'm going to give the advantage, especially with uh, James Conner probably questionable all week. i got to give this one to Christian. Um and I don't know if this one will be that close, to be honest with you. Because yeah. I know Christian far outscored him last week, and now his team got injured, so I don't know. Yeah, I think this is going to be the the rightful victory for, for Christian here. I'm going to choose him as well. Uh, last week probably should have had a, a W if he was playing against 80% of the league. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sucks. <laughs> That's how it is. Uh, but Julio Jones against Dallas, I don't know how we're going to stop him there. David Johnson, Baltimore, is still a great matchup to me in my eyes. But Derrick Henry against Jacksonville. This, to me, I don't think anyone can lose the image of Derrick Henry going against the Jacks and not at least consider that 99-yard touchdown. Yeah. So it should be a slaughtering. And it's a green matchup, so he's coming back definitely hot because he, he had kind of struggling week one, right? Not not a lot of points came out of Derrick It was a little slow, Henry. but I think that's just like the pummeling mentality of the first half that they want to try to implement. And yeah, it's just, probably true. Yeah. Uh, the last matchup, though, for this week, we got the Tinker Stinkers, Josh at 0-1 versus the Wuhan Tiger Kings, Diego, uh, coming off that week one domination, 1-0. and And in this matchup, Owen, Josh is going to need to make some moves because he's got no quarterback in right now. Um, don't know who is going to be his quarterback, so really needs to figure something out there as he is projected to lose by quite a bit right now. 
Diego got Cam Newton, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. That's a good top tier guys for his running backs. Uh, Edwards Hilaire and Chris Carson, great options for Josh as well. For the receivers, though, we got Thielen and Cooper versus Tyreek Hill and Allen Robinson, who was almost traded this morning, right? Man, I can't believe they were able to mend that back together. Yeah. I don't know what's going to be coming out of that situation, but trusting any Bears receiver seems stressful to me right now. Um, but Josh is working with, I think, two of them on his team, so we'll see. The tight ends, we got Hawkinson versus Ertz. Um, and Some then, more drama that way. Yeah, more. You're right. It's not. Yeah. I don't know. Zach Ertz may be on the way out. Yeah, he could be, and they could be plugging in, what's his name? Dallas um, Goddard. Dallas Goddard, who's another respectable tight end. Cowboys will take either of them. For the flexes, got pretty good options for Diego. Lockett and Brown had good weeks. Will Fuller had a good week. McLaurin did okay. This one, though, I know once Josh plugs in a quarterback, the projections will be like within one or two points. Um, for him, he's got either, I know it was... He's going to need to plug in somebody off the waiver wire. He doesn't have anyone. Oh, wow, yeah, he did. Yeah, eliminate he dropped Jared Goff, Goff and dropped him. Carson Wentz. So, there he goes. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to give this to Diego just because I don't know what Josh is going to do about his quarterbacks. So I'm yeah. going to give the advantage here to Diego to get the Week 2 victory and move to a uh, 2-0. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, the Wuhan Tiger Kings are setting themselves up for a second victory, while uh, Josh, I think they're kind of in a rebuild phase right now. This moment. A rebuild after week one. <laughs> yeah, week one rebuild, which is insane to see. But when you watch your quarterback get six, it's easy to want to do that, though. I know the feeling. Yeah, Carson Wentz can make you sick. That's how I feel about the Eagles in general. So that that's all of them. You're picking Diego as well? Yes, I am. So we split this week on uh, two just matchups. two matchups. Um, me versus the other Zach and you versus Tavo. So we'll see how that plays out. Looking for a lot of redemption this week from around the league. But that is all we have for the show after week one. We got the week two preview, Owen. Looking forward to seeing how the season plays out. We got the Browns versus uh, Bengals tomorrow. Yep. Not the season early, but the week rather. Um, Which should be a lot of good matchups though. Should be a lot of good matchups, and we'll see how it plays out for some of these teams that started out 1-0. and Will they keep it going? Or will they join the ranks of the 500s? So we that is it for see. week two, uh, or episode three. What? That's it for episode three. Episode three this Jesus. season. Episode, I was going to say episode two, but we did the draft episode. So that is it for episode three. Uh, we will see you all next week for a week two recap and the week three preview. Good luck on your matchups. We will talk to you later. All right. Enjoy. Enjoy.